0: Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximizing your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And today I want to chat about a a chat. Well, chat about a chat. Um, A friend of mine came in yesterday who's, uh, jeez, I've known him for a long, long long time. And he's a trader and he's an analyst. He's also a forecaster, and he forecasts industry trends for the government and and industry around Australia. And he's he's called on quite often as an expert, and he's one of these guys that's a mathematical type. And he shows you this spreadsheet, and and he's one of those guys that when, when he shows you the spreadsheet, you go, oh my goodness, how the hell did you do that? I mean, he's... He's a genius on these spreadsheets and what he's doing and creates graphs out of them and et cetera and he's been we sent him some data about the all on the All order and his index back to i think eighteen seventy five and he's got interest rates and a whole range of other things he's put into his spreadsheet and he does long range forecasting but what I wanted to chat about today is something he works with his with his children him mean he's a baby boomer he's older than myself um and so he's got his children in their in their late teens and you know one of them's at university and Quite often he 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 says to me. He said to me yesterday. He said with children with baby boomers, they're used to having everything. They have got their iPods, they have got their playstations, they have got their plasma TVs and surround sound systems. They're, you know, his uh, daughter you know, he's now driving, and she drives a 19 nine, you know, 1987 Corolla. But all her friends have got brand new cars that their parents bought them. And so he said, us baby boomers, we tend to be buying a lot of things for our kids on masse, and they're used to having things now. I'm paying for them later. And he said, there's a big problem going to happen. In the years to come. And this is what the trends he's actually seeing and with his with his children's friends. They come around and every now and again, he gets them around the kitchen table and he shows them some spreadsheets and some graphs that he talks about. And he says to them, he said, if we saved $50 per week from an 18 year old and you bought some shares with that $50 a week or roughly $200 a month. And as those shares paid dividends and you reinvested it in buying more shares and you keep doing that until you're around 65 years old. Then he says to them, he said, OK. After 60, at, when you're 65 years old, how much money would you believe you had? And most of the answers came back at, you know, 150, 200,000, 250,000 or something like that. And then he looked at their eyes when he said to them, no, you'd have $20 million. And he said, you could have heard a pin drop and they almost fall off their chairs, $20 million. And for somebody today, $20 million is, is an awesome amount of money. It's, it's a phenomenal amount of money in today's dollars. But then he said to him, he said, well, you've got to realize it's not in today's dollars. Like $20 million today is a lot of money. But it's only going to be worth $1.5 million in 20 years' time in comparison. So it's like somebody having $1.5 million today. And he said to him, but that's still okay. If you retired today on $1.5 million, then you'd be quite happy with that. I mean, imagine $1.5 million, getting an average dividend yield of 4% out of that. You'd be okay, because you'd probably have your own house paid off, etc., and you'd have a nice lifestyle from that but the interesting thing is that most people don't do that they don't plan for their retirement and we're constantly getting people in here that uh, you know are in their 50s or uh, 55 57 58 59 60 and they're saying to us you know hey look you know the kids have done everything you know they're all left home they're starting to have I'm starting to have grandkids you know i need to retire in a few years 5 and 10 years now they're starting to retire, starting to save for retirement. And my friend said to me, what we do is we spend 20, you know, we break our lives up in a third. We spend roughly 20 years learning. We spend roughly 20 years working and then roughly 20 years in retirement, roughly. And so it's roughly in those thirds. And he said, what we end up doing is the 20 years or the one third that we end up working, we only start saving for retirement and the last part of it generally. And that's the trend that I'm seeing at the moment and I have been seeing for quite a long time. And a lot of people right now are retiring on very small amounts i think the average retirement um or superannuation that people are retiring on is around that two hundred thousand dollars which is not enough and only the other day i met was chatting with this gentleman who's now 67 years old and he's retired and he said to me he said i'm thinking about self-managed super and trying to build up some money in there and i said how much do you have in your super and he said twenty five thousand dollars now, this gentleman's retired, and so is his wife, and to me, and he's living on a full government pension, and I said, how are you coping? And he says, I'm, I'm really, it's more, of, I'm not, it's, it's, it's really tough, and it's more of an existence rather than a lifestyle, and, and to me that's really sad that somebody's worked all their life to not have a lot of money. I mean, he owns his own house, which is great, and he's got a, a nice location and a really nice area, so his house is worth quite a bit of money, but at the end of the day, how do you keep that maintenance on that house up if you're not getting much money? And this is a story we're seeing all the time. And the story of compounding all that, what we talked about with the $50 a week, is so powerful. And I remember speaking to an accountant probably 13 or 14 years ago uh, when I was in this area and teaching people and helping people create some wealth. And uh, the accountant said if you, put, if you get a 20-year-old and you ask them to put $1,000 into shares every single year for 10 years, by the end of uh, once until they're 30, so $10,000 capital goes into it, by the time they're 65, they'd retire self-sufficient if they just keep compounding and that was what he worked out so we understand the law of compounding in a in a in a a conscious sense but we generally most people actually don't do it we wait for the last minute and then we don't have a lot of time to compound and and what my friend was also saying is that uh, his long-range forecasting of interest rates and property and shares etc is that the, the property market won't be as attractive in the in in the next 20 years it's simple because He's saying with the baby boomers, they're starting to retire now and the bulk of them will retire in that 2020 period, between 2020 and 2030. And these people won't have enough money to retire on and so they won't be able to maintain their lifestyle and their children are going to need to be looking after them. So he sees what's going to be happening is the big houses are going to start getting onto the market. Um, and so therefore we're going to get a bit of a flood of houses on the market so the houses won't be getting the same results as what they have been in the past. I mean, traditionally we talk about housing doubling every 10 years and he's expecting that over the next 20 years to drop down to roughly every 50% every 10 years' growth. So housing, he's, he's predicting, won't be the investment vehicle from 2020 onwards so but he still says that right now still a really great time to buy a property because you're still going to get that move up into that 2020 and people with blocks that you can subdivide um, would be great because instead of having you know, a $500,000 block with one house on it you'd have two houses on that block because obviously the baby boomers will downsize into all of that so this it's quite interesting what he was talking about and and I thought well I'd share that with you today and this gentleman is as it is 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 a mathematical I call him a mathematical genius. Some of the stuff he's worked out for me and helped me with is is phenomenal. Um, but it was just interesting to chat about all that and, and saying that now you really can't wait. And if, you're, if you've got children and everything else and you're thinking about, okay, retirement in 20 years, what am I going to do? You really need to start now and you really need to start putting money into your investments, whether it be shares or property and, and building up your wealth because he's also saying that you know there won't be any pension you know, in the next 20 years. It'll just drop to nothing. And we're already seeing that. I mean, when we first, back in the 70s or the 60s or 70s, there was one wage in a house and people bought houses from the 70s onwards, what we ha- what happened is that uh, uh, you know we started getting you know 1.2 wages or 1.4, and now it's two wages uh, buying a house. So, we're having mum and dad are putting all the couples are putting both wages into buying houses and everything else. So, everything's getting more expensive, but he sees a bit of a reversal of that happening Um, and things, houses becoming a bit cheaper. Not not, no sort of dramatic crashes in property or anything, but he says a whole changing of the shift in everything, which is just normal human evolution, I believe. But, I mean, I could probably talk on this for hours and, and uh, pod, these podcasts aren't meant to be doing that anyway. But hopefully I've given you some things to think about and uh, and really have a look at what your financial situation is and plan for the future. And if you've got young children, you know, 10, 11, 12, up to 15 or 20, and to me it's about teaching your financial smarts and actually saying, you guys need to start really, really early. And I know in my generation it was like, you know, I was at 20, I was still interested in cars and girls and surfing. And, you know, it wasn't until I was sort of 25 I was really starting to get into thinking about wealth. And when, when you get married, you start thinking about it even more and you start building it. But if you can start your kids earlier, start them, at, you know, with, at young ages and teach them about financial management, um, how to invest and, and how to build up their wealth. Because $50 a week, once they start working, putting $50 a week instead of instead of putting it onto clothes and everything else, put it into your investments. Um, your kids will be looked after quite well in their retirement age. So I'll leave you with those thoughts and uh, hope you've enjoyed listening to Talking Wealth today. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300-SHARE-TRADE.